Yo, what's going on, guys? This is Moose from OT with Mons and Moose. It is just me tonight. Um, I am going away on a trip for a couple days, and I'm not going to be here. And I wanted to record this before it got any later. Um, kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the Dodgers National Series, particularly Game 5 in general. Um, as you guys know, I am a Dodgers fan. Um this was a heartbreaker, man, for me. Um, you know, it was a good series throughout, good pitching and everything. Uh game five went to went back to Dodger Stadium and all that and all that shit. But um Yeah, I have a lot of problems with this game, particularly from the seventh inning on. And um I kinda wanna voice my opinion a little bit. I'm going to try not to get too mad or scream too much, but um, but it, I think it needs to be said, and I didn't want to wait any longer because it's already Friday. So, I mean, I guess let's just get into it. Uh, Strasburg versus Bueller, we knew it was going to be a, uh, a pitcher's duel, and you know what it was. Um, the first two innings, Dodgers tagged them. Dodgers got two quick ones, uh, three quick ones off them, I'm sorry. A uh, home run from, from Muncie in the first and then Kiki in the in the second, which made it three nothing, and it stayed three nothing for most of the game. Um, the Nationals were able to tack one on, I think, in the sixth or the seventh. Um, I think it was the sixth. So going into the seventh, um, they they decided to put Bueller back in, which I was perfectly okay with. Um, they were gonna they were just gonna use until his arm fell off, and you know what? The way that he was pitching, I was perfectly fine with. Um, he had command. He had everything. The pitch count was was in the hundreds, but you know what? You have to use him like that. You, ha- it's do or die. You have to use him. So, you know, he got into a little trouble um, when he came out. It was a man on first and second with two outs. So they decided to put Kershaw in, which, you know what? We know we know the narrative on Kershaw in the playoffs. We know that he's a choke artist. We we know all this stuff. Um, me, I've always defended him. Uh, I think those numbers are a little inflated because of the offensive run support that he's never really gotten in the playoffs. Um, granted, you know he's gotten lit up before. He got lit up in Houston. Uh, he's gotten lit up against the Cardinals quite a few times. And you know what? <clears throat> he's he had an ERA of zero as as like coming out of the bullpen. So you know what I had I had faith and me and John were talking about it. He didn't he didn't like that Kershaw was coming in. I didn't mind it to a certain extent. Um, he came in. Um, he went against Eaton, and he struck him out on three pitches. Got out of the jam. Seventh inning was done. Uh, you had everything on your side. You had momentum. You had the crowd going crazy. Everything. Um, Dodgers offense failed to do anything after the second inning. Um, you know, Washington comes back up in the bottom of the bottom of the eighth. Um, you have Rendon, um, Soto, and I believe Kendrick. So my my game plan would have been go with Maeda in the eighth, and then in the ninth shut it down with Kenley. Easy as that. They put Kershaw back out there. Rendon hits a home run. 3-2 now. Now, not for nothing, but why are you keeping this dude in there? 
Maeda, in four games, gave up zero runs. Zero runs. 4.2 innings. Seven strikeouts and a whip of 0.21. So you're going to sit there and tell me you're not going to use them. Where everybody's expendable in, in, in this game. Everybody. And look, not for nothing, um, Washington already came out and said that Kershaw was tipping pitches in game two. And on top of that, Roberts is like, oh yeah, we're going Bueller into Kershaw. He's going to piggyback off of Bueller. Why are you telling your opposition what you're going to do? Like, it doesn't make sense. You, you're just telling him the game plan where they already, they already knew he was tipping pitches. So you're just, all Washington needs to do is get to him and it's a brand new ball game. If they were still in that game, which they were, it was it was a two-run lead, they were still in it. And you know what? Not for nothing, even if you do throw Kershaw out there to go against Rendon, and even if Rendon hits the home run, take him the fuck out after that because you have Soto sitting right behind him. And the first pitch that Soto saw, out. It was, it was a no-doubter. Not for nothing, but you had... Caleric. You picked up Caleric at the trade deadline for a reason, as a lefty specialist, to go against people like Soto in this exact scenario. Look, they put Caleric versus Soto three times in this series. Three. And you know what happened all three times? He got him out. All three times. Struck him out twice and made him pop out once. So why the fuck are you going to just sit on Caleric and not use him against Soto. Why? I don't I don't understand the train of thought here. You got him for a reason, use him. But no. You the, the Dodgers have a very big problem. Um their analytic department is I, I fucking hate analytics in baseball. I think it's the most absurd shit ever. Um a manager who is a puppet to the front office and to anybody who's who's above him, he's just a puppet. Um, and another big problem is that they are trying to rewrite Kershaw's playoff history. They're, they're trying to they're trying to rewrite what he is in the playoffs. They want him to have his moment in the playoffs, but not for nothing. That moment is fucking gone. And it's absurd watching it over and over again. And, you know, I've defended Kershaw my whole fucking life. He's been my favorite player for so long. But I'm sorry. This is in-fucking-excusable. Like, not for nothing, but you, you you gave up the two home runs and you didn't say anything. You sat on the bench by yourself with your head down. Granted, you know what? You have every right to be upset. But you were not out of that game. It's not like you gave up... 50 fucking runs. It was a tie fucking game. Look, if you're going to mope in the in the dugout, t- remove yourself from the dugout. Go go down the tunnel and chill off or or be with your teammates and and cheer your teammates on. You got to do something. You're bringing the whole mood of that dugout down. And at that point the offense wasn't doing shit to begin with. Y- you need to not do that shit. At least in my eyes. Now, like I said, I would have went into Kenta. Kenta has been lights fucking out all postseason. Even, like I said, even if you did give up the, the home run to Rendon, put in Caleric and get the next get Soto out. Get him out. 
you're chilling then. It's 3-2 at that point if if everything goes to plan. Then you can bring then you can do whatever you want. Then you can bring Maeda in and get the next two outs and then go into your closer and Kenley. Now granted, you know, Kenley has not been the Kenley Jansen that we know that we've seen before. You know, after he got tattooed in game 2 of of um, the Houston World Series, he has not been the same. He's had a lot of health problems. Um, I think he's kind of he's lost it a little bit, but he can still get it done in big games against the Yankees. He came in, loaded the bases, got him out of it, and they won the game. Look, all season when Kenley was going through his shit, Roberts was like, "We got faith in him. We're not going to shy away from him. We're going to go to him. We're going to get him back on track and everything, and we're good." but you didn't fucking go to him at all. Now, granted, you went into Joe Kelly. Now, Joe Kelly has not looked good when we first acquired him. Beginning of the season, he was a dumpster fire. Granted, middle of the season, he kind of got back to old Joe Kelly that we thought he would be. Then, about a week before the playoffs start, whole body soreness that he wasn't pitching. He barely pitched in September, I believe. And you're going to put him on the roster. Now, granted, he came in in the ninth, and he got he got him through it. And look, the Dodgers could have won in the bottom of the ninth. Will Smith hit a fucking ball to the warning track that literally needed about 5 to 10 feet, and the game would have been over. I thought it was a home run off the, off the crack of the bat. I thought it was gone. Um, but no, didn't happen. So... The, the top of the 10th comes, and you have 2, 3, and 4 coming up, which was Eaton, um, Eaton, Brendon, and Soto. Now, tell me in what fucking, whose right mind would you put Kelly back out there? The, you get through these three dudes, you're, you're okay for a couple innings, because those were the only really three people that were doing anything put Kenley in there let him let him get through it let him face their top guys not Joe fucking Kelly I I just don't I don't get it put Kenley out there let him get through this shit that's why you're paying him as much as you are I don't understand why you're going back to Kelly there's no point to go back to Kelly because you can win it because the Dodgers big bats were coming up in the bottom of the 10th so, one one swing of the bat could have ended it. But no, you put Kelly out there. Who, oh, bases loaded with nobody out. And you, you want to know something? I think it was a walk and then it was a ground rule double. Right after the walk, I would have taken him out. But no, Roberts just fucking sits there with his thumb up his fucking ass and doesn't do a goddamn thing. That That's, his, that's one of his big... F- flaws in Roberts is he waits way too long to take people out he he waits to the point where there's no like turning back like I grant I granted I get that you want him to work through his shit but this is not the fucking time for this you're in do or die he walked the first dude take him the fuck out get Kenley in there somebody like somebody that can get the job done and I think Kenley would have got the job done personally from from what I've seen as as rocky as he's been, 
I, I think Kenley would have got it done. And look, I'm not going to put all the fucking blame on Kershaw. I'm not going to put all the blame on fucking Roberts. Because, look, not for nothing, but the offense didn't do shit. This, pretty much this whole fucking series. Let's be honest. Um, Pollock. They're big... Pollock and Kelly were their two big offseason acquisitions. Pollock was 0 for 13 with 11 fucking strikeouts. 11. He wasn't even in the same realm as the team. He was nowhere even close. 11 times he struck out. It's it's so mind-blowing. But you want to know what's more mind-blowing in this entire series? The Dodgers struck out... 64 fucking times. 64! As opposed to Washington striking out 42 times. So they struck out 22 more times. Are are we kidding? And look, at the start of the playoffs, you know how MLB will will do the bracket thing and everything where you predict what's going to happen. I, of course, picked the Dodgers to win over the Yankees in six. And I said that Corey Seager was going to be World Series MVP. Boy, was I fucking wrong. The reason why I picked Seager was because, you know, this was kind of like one of the first times he's been as healthy as possible going into the playoffs. And look, he was the hottest Dodger going into the playoffs. And not for nothing, he batted a 150, and he went 0 for 8 with with runners in scoring position. He could have won the game in Game 2 when the bases were loaded in the bottom of the ninth. He was second in the major leagues in doubles. And you're telling me you go 0 for fucking 8? Really? Cool. Will Smith. Will Smith I'll give a little bit of slack to because he is a rookie and this is the first time he's touched playoffs. But still, .077 average? Are we serious? He wasn't even close. Bellinger, MVP of the fucking league. Batted 211. With zero RBIs. That's your MVP. And look, this dude was MVP from the start of the season. Dude was... Dude, you couldn't even stop this kid. This kid was going apeshit. Do I think he's still going to win MVP? Yeah, probably. But not for nothing, batting 211 with no RBIs from your MVP. Sorry, that doesn't fucking do it. That doesn't cut it for me. And... I don't want to say it, but he is kind of like the Kershaw in the playoffs. So far from what we have seen, he's he's. it's so mind-blowing seeing the transformation of this kid. He was unstoppable in the first half. Then, you know, I kind of figured that he would go down a little bit because, like, it's very hard to maintain that in, in baseball. But I didn't think he was going to go this fucking this cold. He was terrible. Um... Kershaw had a 7.11 ERA. Joe Kelly had a 23.14 ERA in the playoffs. Kenley Jansen played in a total of two games. 1.2 innings, two strikeouts, zero ERA. Like I said before, Kenta, 4.2 innings in the playoffs, zero ERA, seven strikeouts. But no, let's go to fucking Kelly. I don't I don't get it. And and it really sucks for people like Bueller, like Turner, like Muncie, 
like Kiki, who actually showed up and played pretty well. Even Matt Beatty kind of played pretty fucking well. Um, for your top guys in Pollock, Bellinger, and Seager to not do a fucking thing. And, and, and it's, it's really disheartening. Like, this one, I get it. This was the best Dodger team I've ever seen. Record, record-wise alone. Um, 106 wins, most in franchise history. So, of course, there's going to be that pressure. It's going to be that pressure of, can you finally win the World Series after losing the previous two? Are you going to finally get it done? Is this finally going to be the year? Are you going to beat one of the best pitching staffs in all of baseball? Look, their big three is nasty. So is ours. Ours is nastier, in my opinion. Ryu had a Cy Young-type year. Kershaw and Bueller, always consistent. And you spoiled it with Kershaw going in the eighth when it's a simple... It's simple. And Robert sits there and is like, it's a gut feeling. Really? It's been a gut fucking feeling for the past three fucking years with you. And look what look what it's led to. Nothing. Two World Series and a first round exit. Thank you. Two World Series losses and a first round exit to a team that was so fucking inferior to you that you should have swept them. You should have swept them. You look, the offense did what they what they set out to do in this game five. They they punched Strasburg in the face. Straight up, three runs across the board. There were times where Bellinger, he got on base, he singled, and then he stole second with nobody out, and he was stranded there. Why why are you not trying to move him over? Why are you not trying to play small ball? You have to. You have to pull out every stop you can to win this fucking game because there is no tomorrow. There's nothing. And like I said earlier, stop giving Kershaw... Like, stop trying to get him redemption. Stop stop with that narrative. It's done. It's over with. There's no reason to do this anymore. With this game, this is now the fourth big game that Bueller has absolutely shined in. Absolutely shined in. 163 against Colorado. Um, Game 2 of the World Series. Um, Game 7 against the Brewers. And now this one. The kid was was pitching out of his mind. And you know what? He is easily their fucking ace. Because now the Dodgers are in limbo. Because now you don't know if, if Ryu is going to come back. Because he's a free agent. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if Rich Hill's going to come back. He, he's, he's old. He's broken down. And look, I like Rich Hill. Do I think that he should have been playing in the playoffs? Maybe. Maybe not. He's been hurt. But you know what? He set out... And he did what he needed to do in that game four. He only gave up one run. Two uh two and two thirds inning, I think. I think that's what they were going for. Three and two thirds, something like that. So you, you have a lot of questions, you know. Um they were so adamant about keeping the future intact. And you know what? I I agree. Look, you have you have Dustin May. You have Tony Gonsolin, you have Gavin Lux, and you have Will Smith. And you have Alex Verdugo, who wasn't who wasn't available. But, I mean, not for nothing, Gavin Lux had one big plate appearance. He hit a home run on his first plate appearance in the series, and after that, went down the shitter. 
should have played Kiki. Should have played Beatty. You should have played. First of all, why you don't play David fucking Freeze is beyond fucking me. This dude, it has been here before. He is so clutch in the playoffs, and you refuse to put him in the lineup. I don't understand the the logic behind this with Roberts. I don't understand it. Your gut feeling fucking sucks. So whatever your gut is telling you next time, don't fucking listen to it. Ride the fucking hot hand. Go with Kenta. You don't need to go Kershaw another inning. You know Kershaw's M.O. this year was giving up home runs. And look, Rendon went down and he, he, he golfed that fucking thing out. He got it. But Soto's pitch? That shit, it hung there for him. And they knew it was coming. They were they were so happy when they saw Kershaw come in. And then, you know, you give up the Grand Slam in, in the 10th to fucking Howie Kendrick of all people and ex-Dodger. And look, you know what? Maybe that, that that's his redemption. You know, he was probably the dude who had the worst the worst possible playoff for the Nash for the Nationals. Worst. Errors all over the place. Didn't really do much at the plate and shit like that. I'm just like this season is a failure. I don't care what anybody says; it's a failure. When you're supposedly the best team, this is your best team in franchise history, and you got knocked out in five games. I mean, come on, it's not, it's not okay. Especially like with all the with all the young talent that you had, all the walk offs that you had this year. Yeah, they were special at the time. But you know what? It kind of amounts to shit now. Because you didn't get it done. And you know, everybody was looking forward to this to this Yankees-Dodgers World Series. Because honestly, I think that's what it should have been. Or it should have been a rematch with the Dodgers and the, and the Astros. And that would have been a fight too. But a couple weeks ago when me and John sat down we talked about this, I had a bad feeling that the Dodgers bats were going to go cold. And that was my problem going in too. Because they're a streaky team. Granted, they could put up 10-11 runs at will, but there are times where they get they barely get three hits. And it's just it's mind-blowing that that people like like Bellinger and Seeger and Pollock are just nowhere to be found. They were nowhere. There was zero clutch hitting in this in this in this series. The Dodgers' average with runners in scoring position was a .135. For a team that led the league in run differential, uh, second most in wins, you're telling me you can't get more than three runs? Really? Seager, you can't bat above a 150? And you're 0 for 8 with runners in scoring position? Really? It's... It's very, it's disheartening for me. It was, it was a very sad night for me. Um, very upset that it ended this way. Um, and the mind blowing thing is that Dave Roberts is still going to be around. Um, I seriously think they should reconsider, but there's already LA Times articles saying that he's coming back and everything. Um, I. My problem with Roberts is 
he wants to be everybody's friend. And everybody loves him and shit. Like, like all the players love him and he loves the players and everything. But at some point, you got to put that shit aside and, and be like, yo, I'm, I'm the coach of this team. I'm not here to be your fucking friend. Like, I'm going to... I got to manage this game to the best of my ability. And look, not for nothing, you haven't fucking done that. You've been... Inc- like, yeah, granted, the last two years you've been in the World Series, but... Not for nothing, your decision making costs us two World Series. I, I, f- I feel like he doesn't have a fucking clue. He he relies too much on analytics, and it bothers me because ride the hot hand when you can. Ride it. Go with Maeda. You don't need to put Joe Kelly out there for a second inning. Your season is on the fucking line, and their big bats are coming up. Try to neutralize that with your big closer. You still have Dustin May in the fucking bullpen if you don't score anything in the bottom of the 10th. You have Julio Urias in there. Who's another one that, that really didn't do shit in this playoffs. I just, I don't understand the thought process where you have everything at your, your disposal and you don't use it. You're, you're paying a closer so much money from the sit on the bench in game five with with the heart of their Lord order coming up. I, I'm it's just dumbfounding to me. It really is. You know, e- even even going into the bottom of tenth, losing seven to three. You pinch hit. Who's the first guy that comes up for the Dodgers in the top of uh, in the bottom of the tenth? AJ Pollock. Why are you putting him fucking in there? If you want to spark any fucking kind of rally in this bottom of the 10th, first of all, people were already walking out, and I can understand why. But you put A.J. Pollock up there, who at that time was 0 for 12 with 11 strikeouts. Or, yeah, he was 0 for 12 with 10 strikeouts, I'm sorry. You put him up there to the pinch hit. What does he fucking do? He strikes out. Wow, Dave would have never thought that he was going to fucking do that. Stupid. Like, I... It's so frustrating that us us Dodger fans can sit here and point out every fucking mistake. We can, because you know what it is? It's the same shit every year with Roberts. Same thing. Stop trying to get Kershaw his fucking redemption. At this point, that shit's fucking gone. If he hasn't gotten it by now, he doesn't fucking deserve it. And granted, that that fucking man deserves a fucking ring more than anybody else in this league. Generational talent. Nasty throughout. Until the playoffs come. And you know what? He actually did shut down Washington a few years back. In Washington. You, you, stop putting everything on him. It's not just Kershaw anymore. You have other people to lean on, like fucking Turner, who's been doing it for so fucking long. Who it should be relying on Bellinger, who's been for the third year, hasn't done shit in the playoffs. But you know what? An MVP type season, you know, maybe he can turn it the fuck around. But you know what? He fucking didn't. It's crazy that that your most clutch hitters are your veteran hitters. Your veteran players. Russell Martin came up 
Got a big fucking hit. David Freeze. Big fucking hit. Turner. Mr. October for the Dodgers. The dude is out of control in the playoffs. Muncie, who came alive, who, who got big runs for them. Muncie, who, who the Oakland A's didn't even want him anymore. And we turned him into a 35-plus home run hitter over the past two years. Where are these young kids at? Where is Bellinger? Where the fuck is Seager? Even Kiki's doing his job. You're telling me nobody nobody wants to fucking hit now? Nobody at all. And it's it's so it's so mind blowing that that the team just falls apart. Because I've seen this before. Where if they leave somebody on base uh, maybe like a couple times in the game, they're flat. They're like deflated. It's, it's as if they lost the game. They don't. Once they tied the game, Washington was off and fucking running. They they were hyped, dancing in the fucking dugout, and Dodgers were just sitting there with pusses on their face. I don't know if there's anybody in that dugout that is really a leader. That maybe should have went over to Kershaw. It's like yo. Not for nothing, you gave up the fucking, you gave up the two home runs, we're going to bail you out now. Let the offense bail you out for once. Nobody. He sat there alone with his head down. And look, not for nothing, that that performance from Bueller was as perfect as you could have asked for. As perfect as you could have asked for. Six and two-thirds with one run. What else can you fucking ask for? What else? Nothing. And and they interviewed him after the game. His aunt had previously died two days before that game. Two days. And that's how that kid pitches. Jesus Christ. I feel fucking bad for him. And, you know, it's crazy that, that Andrew Friedman, uh, head of baseball operations for the Dodgers, he'll probably be back too. He'll probably get a contract extension. And look, not for nothing, you know, I kind of bash the Dodgers and their front office and shit because they don't go out and get the the quote-unquote highlight player and shit like that or they don't go out and get what they need. You know, they needed a starting pitcher in 2017. They went out and got you Darvish. The that was the that was guy that everybody wanted. And you know what? We got him. He was nice. He was good for the most part. Until he got tattooed in the World Series. He got tattooed, I think, in, I believe, Game 2? I think it was. Game 2 or Game 3. And then, you know what? We'll we'll pitch him Game 7. You know what? He was tipping pitches and shit like that. Maybe he figured it out. But you know what? Let's go, let's go Darvish. Instead of Alex Wood, who shut the Astros down. And what happens to Darvish? Five runs in the first two innings. World Series lost. I just... Even this year, they've been stingy for a reason with their young talent. Uh, Like this year, it was going after Felipe Vasquez from the Pirates. They wanted a lot. They wanted Gavin Lux, our top fucking... Our top guy, and and Will Smith, or... um, What the hell's his name? Uh, Uh... I don't know. It's not important right now. But they wanted him. And you know what? Friedman's like, you know what? No, we're not going to trade you. 
granted, it was for the best because of all the drama that happened with, with Vasquez and all that shit. He'll be back. They already said Robert's going to be back. I personally don't think that they're ever going to win a championship with Rod- with Roberts back there. Um, unless he can learn from his mistakes, which three years running he has not learned. I think they need to bring in somebody fresh. Somebody that will turn to the right people. That will use the hot hand. That will make the proper adjustments. Um, and, and hopefully win a World Series. But, you know, it's, it's, this one's a tough one to swallow. You know, granted, losing, losing the, uh, the World Series in, in 2017 to, to Houston was, was the tip of the iceberg. Um, losing to Boston, you know, you were, they were in a lot of those games with Boston until the bullpen came in and they got shellacked. Um, and then this year, the early, the early exit in Game 5. Look, credit to the Nationals, they stayed in that series. They stayed in that game. Um, do I think that they were the better team? Absolutely not. Uh, I've watched this Dodger team all season long, and that was not the performance I would have liked to see out of two-thirds of the team. Um, it's just very it's very heartbreaking for people like Kershaw that deserve a ring but don't have the postseason success. Um for people like Ryu, who is going to be a free agent, and even for people like Russell Martin and you know David Freeze, who are probably not going to be with the team anymore, this they'll probably retire. Even Rich Hill, if you know Rich Hill's backstory, I've never heard one bad thing about Rich Hill as a person ever. And you know it's people like that that I I feel like deserve a ring. <clears throat> Sorry, but it's just. It's a it's a tough pill to swallow this year. Um, all the pressure was on them to perform, and they didn't. And you know it sucks, especially in front of the LA crowd and all that shit. Um, but yeah, they they fell seven to four. Um, they're currently out. Um, it's the it's um, the Cardinals versus the Nationals, and it's the Yankees versus the Astros. So so baseball is. <laughs> essentially over for me um i'll still tune in to playoff games but i won't really hold a significance um best of luck to you john if you're listening um go for 28 baby um yeah it, it's just it's very heartbreaking um if you're a dodger fan you know you know this feeling oh too well um if you're a nationals fan hey congrats guys um you guys you guys lived up to your motto, man. Stay in the fight. And you guys stayed in the fight and you and you fought. Don't get me wrong. I don't want this to be a bashing the Nationals, but um truly I do think we were the better team. Um this series doesn't reflect on it, but I I do think that we were the better team. Um and yeah, um management and just bad decision making really doomed this team again. And and it's so shitty to say that it's becoming a a real trend with them. So my advice is I would at least see what else is out there for replacing Roberts. Um, I know Joe Madden's out there, so maybe maybe take a look at him. But they're they're not going to because 
look, Robert's resume is nice. Don't get me wrong. If if a manager can bring you to two World Series and the most wins in franchise history in three years, you would say that's pretty good. But something needs to change. It's like the same shit every year. There, there's got to be some kind of change within this organization somewhere. And, you know, <clears throat> with a lot of people, like, Turner's getting up there in age. Uh, like I said, Ryu's going to be a free agent. What are they going to do in the offseason? I don't think they're going to overpay for Garrett Cole. Um, you know, Rendon is a is a top free agent at third base. Um, Turner, I'll never shit on Turner because Turner's Mr. Consistent every year, day in and day out. Um, but, you know, he's banged up. I know he's got an ankle problem. I know he's got a hammy problem. So, what if you're the Dodgers, how do you move forward? Like, you still have your core guys. You have your young studs in Bellinger and Seager. But what do you really do from here? I mean, you paid all this money for Joe Kelly for situations like this in the playoffs. And he choked. You paid all this money for Kenley to be an elite closer. Granted, he may not be elite anymore, but he can still get it done for you. And you don't even give him a taste of Game 5? Come on, man. Are you serious? Look, Kelly got you through the ninth, And you almost won in the bottom of the ninth. Why are you sending him back out there? Put fucking Kenley in there, get through the heart of the order, and win it in the bottom of the 10th. Come on now. And then if you need to, go to fucking Dustin May. Go to Julio. Somebody... Because outside of, of honestly, of Rendon and Soto, that team was nothing. Nobody did anything in that lineup. So who are you scared of after that point? There's nobody. There's nobody. You're telling me nobody else can pitch. So let, let's go Joe Kelly. When were you going to use Kenley? When were you going to use him? All season long, he was struggling, he was on. He was struggling, he was on. Robert's like, oh, we got complete faith in him. Oh, really? You got faith in him? Why didn't you fucking use him in the biggest spot of the fucking game? In the top of the 10th, against 2, 3, and 4. Why? Tell Where's your fucking faith in him? Where? Because that's when you fucking needed it, right there. And you didn't fucking use him. And it cost you the fucking game. As soon as, as soon as Joe Kelly fucking gave up that walk, I said, here the fuck we go. Next batter, ground rule fucking double, second and third, with nobody out. Intentionally walk Soto. Howie Kendrick, grand slam. I couldn't fucking believe it. I knew they were in trouble as soon as that fucking, that first dude got on. When Eaton got on, I fucking knew it was trouble. Right then and there, should have fucking put Kenley in. Should have put Ken- Kenley in for the first fucking guy. But, you know, you want to fucking ride Kelly for I don't know what fucking reason, but that that's what you fucking get. It's so mind-blowing that, that Kenley only entered two fucking games. Two games. 1.2 innings. Why? Why are you not using this fucking guy, bro? Come on. It's common fucking sense. Oh my god. I just I don't get it. I'll never I'll never understand what goes through his mind or the front office's mind. Um 
You know, it, it started with Kershaw. Um, you know, Kershaw came in, got out of that jam, was hyped. I get it. You got the adrenaline running. You could pass the ball freely to fucking Kenta, who has been nothing but lights fucking out for your team this whole playoffs. Four games, seven strikeouts, no runs. Don't, you don't use them. You don't use them in the biggest spot possible. Caleric versus Soto, don't use them. I, I don't I don't get it. I really fucking don't. I don't understand the thought process. I never will, and most Dodger fans never will. And, you know, at this point, I know a lot of fucking Dodger fans are fed the fuck up with Roberts. And I know they're fed the fuck up with Kershaw, and I get it. I get it with Kershaw. I understand completely. People were throwing his jersey on the field. They were running it over with their cars. I'm like, come on, that that's a little obsessive. Like that that's a little crazy to me. That's that's actually really disrespectful, because you wear you wear the name on the back because you you like that player a lot, but you're also wearing it for the team on the front. And you know when you disrespect the jersey in general, you're disrespecting the whole team. And I never understood why people really did that. I don't know if you're just a fair weather fan or a closet fan or. You know, look, emotions get high. I get it. But th- that's a little over the top. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it's a um, it- it's a kick to the sack. It really is. Um, you know, there's no crying in baseball, right? Um, but there's really I- – I feel like I covered a lot of the shit in this game and in the series. Um, you know, it sucks. It sucks that it's over because – you know, you invest so much time into a team and a sport for so long, for so many months, just for it to end like that. You know, people who don't really watch sports are like, oh, well, it's just it's just a game. You don't have any control over it and shit like that. And, and granted, I don't have control over it. But I've invested so much of my time into this team that, yeah, I get upset when they lose. I mean, if you put time into something and you get defeated... You're going to feel upset too. So, I mean, granted, people won't understand. You know, people who have watched sports their whole life, like John and like myself, we get upset when our teams lose, especially in big games. Playoff games especially. going to be upset. In elimination games, your team's eliminated. So everything that you watched for the past six to eight months, it's all done. It's done. Now you have to wait. Now you're watching other teams play. And it sucks. Especially when your team is as good as the Dodgers. And I know some people say, oh, they're in the National League, so they have an easier shit. But, look, not for nothing, but 106 wins is 106 wins. Like, that's a lot of fucking wins. And, you know, I I don't... It's tough. It really is. Because there's high expectations for the Dodgers in in itself. There, there was high expectations. You came off two World Series losses. Can you get to the third one? Is the third time finally the charm? Is it the, is it finally what we've been waiting for? And it just fell apart. It crumbled. That eighth inning just gone. Whole season gone. But, you know, there's nothing I can do. There's only so much I can say about this game, about this team. I will always root for the Dodgers. They're my team. 
there's nothing that they could possibly do that's going to make me hate them. Um, there are decisions that were made that I think were absolutely fucking stupid. And that should have never happened. But you know what? I There's nothing I can do about it. All I could do is just sit here and, and be upset for a couple more days, maybe a week or two. And then I'll get over it and then come, when it, was it March or whatever, when spring training opens, then we'll be we'll be ready to go or whatever. I don't remember when spring training starts. But, you know, it'll just be like, well, back to business. But, um, yeah, that, that's it for me. Uh, I got a little heated in the middle there. But um, emotions run high, man. Um, but I, I wanted to get it out before I went away and all that shit. So, uh, let me know what you guys thought of the game. If you watched it, if you didn't watch it, um, look, there is a lot of bright spots for the future for the Dodgers. I really do think that eventually they're going to get over the hump and they'll finally get one. Like I was saying, uh, they have a lot of young talent on that team that, I think if they get hot or if they they really progress, and I I think they could be dangerous, man. I, I think that their their pitching rotation spearheaded with um with Bueller, I think will go a long way. If May and Gonsolin continue to come along, then you never know. You know they could be the next big three for the Dodgers. Um, whatever the future holds for Ryu, I hope we resign him. I don't know if we will. Um, and you know Kershaw is going to be here, and you know, it, it, I respect Kershaw a lot because of what he said after the game. He's like, I let the guys down, I let the whole team down. Um, everything that has been said about me in the playoffs is a hundred percent true. It's correct, and you know the competitor in him said that you know I'm going to be back here to compete next year again, like always. And you know I respect shit like that, like. He puts the team on his on his shoulders, and he has done this for years now. He puts all the pressure on himself. But there, there's got to be a time for him where he needs to accept that he is not the same pitcher that he wants to be. He can't just overpower you with, with his stuff. He's got to become a finesse pitcher, and he's got to really work on his shit. And look, that curveball is nasty. His slider is nasty, but, you know, lately he's... Like, this season, he's been giving up the long ball too much. He just leaves shit over the plate. Like, in the uh, in the Yankee series, I don't think he's... He's given up, like, three home runs off curveballs. And Judge spanked him twice. Or some, like, absurd stat like that. You gotta, you gotta learn to kind of take the pressure off yourself. Look, you got Bueller there now, who will be your ace for a very long time. You have May and you have Gonsolin coming along nice. If you could pick up one more starting pitcher, I'm not saying that they're going to be Cy Young winners just yet, but, you know, these are your top guys. These are your top prospects with Lux and, and Will Smith. And, again, with Cody, if he can pick up his fucking playoff shit, then, hey, maybe you can make a run. Maybe you can finally win a World Series. And people are comparing Kershaw to Bellinger. Where it's just playoffs come and you're a fucking dud. And you know, it's disappointing. Seeing this kid come along, Cody, who worked all offseason on his swing. Just for it to go down the drain in the playoffs. 
you know, it, the, the Nationals pitchers made them look stupid, especially early on in the series. Uh, Corbin and Strasburg and Scherzer made them look stupid. They, they kept throwing this outside slider to Bellinger every fucking at, every at bat at least like two or three times, and he swung at all of them. I'm like, dude, you need to learn discipline at the fucking plate. He keeps swinging for everyone on the Dodgers is swinging for the fence on every every swing. Play small ball, but just make contact. Move the dude over. Bunt when they're in the shift. It's an easy single. Bunt. I I get that you don't want to take the bat out of his hands, but not for nothing. Get your guys on base and move them the fuck over and get the run across the board. Because if the Dodgers would have gotten at least two more runs across the board against Strasburg, there was no way they were coming back in that game. No chance. But you know what? That's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, man. Sometimes you get the call, sometimes you don't. And you know what? There's nothing that they could have really done. They, They just didn't play up to their potential. And um... Not saying that they were going to win the World Series either. Uh, it definitely would have been a fight. But if the Dodgers were on, and the Yankees or the Astros were on, like I think they like they think they will be, it would have been a great series. It would have been great for baseball. New York versus LA? Shit. That'd be fucking dope. be great for the sport. And if both teams are slugging the way they are? Shit, bro. That would have been, been a bloodbath, that series. But, you know, we're not going to get it. And we have to possibly wait a whole nother year. But, um, that's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I went longer than I wanted to. Um, like I said, Donnie, go get number 28, baby. Um, but yeah, for uh, all your Dodger fans, again, let me know what you guys thought. If you watched the game, let me know what you guys thought on, uh, on social media. Um, at BH Podcasting on Twitter. Um, at the Brotherhood of Podcasting on on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Instagram. Um, <clears throat> at dbor2730, that's D-B-O-R-2730 on Twitter and Instagram. And at Johnny Mond on, um, on Twitter. He'll save your life one tweet at a time. But, um, yeah, let me know what you guys think. And uh, I appreciate you guys for listening. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye!